Welcome back to the Bucket Armory. Today we'll be playing part 2 of The Mark of the Beast, a Simbarum story. Now, let the games begin. My character's name is Bartolom and he's a nerdy wizard. My character's name is Glenda. He's a changeling and she's looking for these loving embrace of his family. My name is Thud. I'm an ogre, and I'm just going about my life looking for the best chicken this country has to offer. My name is Drax Landon. I am looking for something to, to light up my life. Come here, dear. It's time for us to pray with the others. Drax's mother and father gently usher a seven-year-old Drax Landon out the door to a church north of the Landon's family home. With a wide smile, Drax nods his head. The Church of Prios was his most favorite place to go to in the world. It was the brightest and warmest place he knew in his life. Drax thought to himself that if this many people also go to the Church of Prios, then this must be their favorite place to go to as well. Mom and Dad and everyone else are happy and smiling here. Is it okay if we lived here instead? Drax asks his parents as he tugs on the cuff of his father's shirt. The tall, red-haired young man kneels down and holds his son's hand. This is where we live, son. All of us here have a burning passion to live for the Church of Prios. Our souls and our spirits will always be with Prios. As long as you remember that, this is where we can call home for the rest of our lives. So last time, Thud went off to, to a tavern once we got into town to find more chicken, eat some good foods, and the rest of the party decided to just kind of explore a little bit, see what's going on. And while exploring, a little girl, Tenid, ran into you guys, being followed by some people that were black cloaks, and they wanted her, accusing her of being a witch, which she denied. Through some resourcefulness, you guys managed to more or less avoid conflict by making a wall uh, between you and, and the, the Black Cloaks and ran off. You all learned that there is some kind of apparent serial killer in town and later made your way to Master Vernum's uh, academy to talk to him, only to find out that he was the most recent victim of this uh, alleged serial killer, seemingly clearing Tenet from the crimes. So you guys talk to the, the receptionist, Esbitha, and she gave you a couple of letters, both from Master Vernum. One was made out to Nightpitch, the self-imposed mayor of the town, um, and the other one is addressed to you all. Not directly, but just the first people that would find him and his dead body. You'll realize that the, the skin that was beneath his body was not his, um, and there was a window that seemed like it was open from the inside with some tracks that led outside. Um, and that's where we'll, we'll kind of join things today. Okay. 
because everybody has 10 experience. Um, did you guys choose to get abilities or are just going to hold on to that for now and, and wait um, to, to upgrade one of your current ones? I'm waiting to upgrade. Okay. I was originally going to go with a responsible, prudent choice of getting Soul Stone, which would allow me to get rid of some of my corruption. Uh, but then I thought, you know what looks way more fun is this spell Bend Will. So instead, I spent 10 XP to get Bend Will. What does that one do? Uh, it bends other people's will. Uh, basically, I make a successful resolute <laughs> test, and then I can just tell people what to do. Oh, that sounds like it's pretty good. Yeah. And I know to the lore master. Um, I am taking the knowledge of all of my previous family of those stories they told me about eating vegetables and why you should brush your teeth or else, you know, the boogeyman can come get you. And I'm going to apply that to our event. Nice. Sorry, did Drax have a new ability or you're holding it? I'm holding it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Quick question. Do we... This is like our first time in Thistlehold, right? So do we have any, like, contacts or people we know in town or, like, resources like yeah, that? Yeah, privileged ones. <laughs> yeah, the privileged <laughs> I think that's more if you have the contacts trait. Then you can pull one of those and say, like, oh, yeah, I probably know, like, this kind of person. But if you don't, then it could also be your first time in Thistlehold. So it might be a little bit harder. You may know of, like, groups or entities that might be... Yeah, in town that you can kind of ask around, figure out where they are, and then go to them. We also have Tenet, who does know a little bit about the town. She's kind of young, but she's she seems pretty knowledgeable about just like kind of the basics of where things are if you need to get something done. Is Ordo Magica on the map? Is that like the like the University of Ordo Magica or its enclave or like what is that? Yeah, that just sort of be like where their chapter is sort of mostly located. So like the big shots and stuff will will generally be there. Jess was wondering. I thought he was a big shot, like Master Vernum, or does he have his like his own thing going on? Yeah, so he'd spent some time there, but he also has like a separate academy that's more made for like just kind of teaching, just like general knowledge types of things. Whereas the, the Ordo Magica buildings would be more in line with like teaching like wizardry and more like artifacts and, and the, that type of nature. Whereas his is more just like, do you want to learn how to read? I want to learn how to read. Oh wait, he's dead. Never mind. Yeah, he can't teach you how to read. He's died. I guess we should go retrieve Thud. Yeah, probably first stop would be to uh, to go see what Thud is up to. Okay. Yes, yeah, so you guys know where the, the tavern that, that Thud went off to. It's a few minutes of a run, but... Um, uh, wait, uh, I, thought, I thought we were on the roof. You guys were still in the room deciding if you guys wanted to go onto the roof or not. It's pretty easy to get onto the roof. It's just a window opening and then the roof's right there. Oh, okay. let's check out the roof first. Okay. 
Yeah, so the, the window is ajar and there's some bloody footprints that are leading kind of away from the body up to the roof. Does anybody want to make a vigilant test for me? I rolled a 15. It's kind of hard to tell a lot about other than it just seems like it was opened and somebody ran outside. It doesn't really look like there's much like damage or anything. And there are some footprints that kind of lead a couple of steps out of the window onto the, the roof. But after that, it looks like maybe somebody kind of cleaned themselves up, like to wipe their feet or something to, to make it a little bit harder to, to track, as if they almost figure that maybe somebody's going to try to try to trail them. So you know that the, the footprints kind of generally lead towards like the center of the toad square, but it's hard to tell if they, they made like a, a change in direction or something afterwards. So these look like human footprints, like like barefoot human footprints? They would probably have shoes on them, yeah. So but but definitely like human sized footprints. Okay, but like shoes. Like we're not looking for a barefoot guy in the streets. Well, but wait, are, are elves and human feet the same size? Do we know that? Oh, good question. Are elves and human foot feet the same size? We'll say it'd be close enough. Elves would probably have a little bit smaller foot size, just because they're a little bit smaller in general. Uh, these look to be slightly bigger than, than you'd imagine an elf to be. So it could be a small human or something, or just something with small feet. Cool, cool. Do I have Tenid on my back? I remember we were talking about bringing her. She can walk. Okay. If you guys are going to hop buildings, then maybe you should carry her, but if you guys are just walking around or whatever, then, then she's more than happy to, to walk herself. Can you carry me? <laughs> Can I? Do you want to? Do you really want to be carried? Oh, well, did you offer Tenid to, to carry Tenid? I offered, yeah, I offered Tenid. I remember last time we were talking about piggybacking her. No, I think I think Glenda thinks she's she's too old for that. She's a big kid now. <laughs> what uh, for reference? How big is Glenda? Like how how are Glenda? How much is, how much does Glenda weigh? Glenda, <laughs> eighty pounds. Eighty pounds. Okay, so she's a bit smallish. Yeah, she's okay. under five feet. She's okay. Quite little. Okay. Um. Yeah. I guess if there's nothing else on this roof, the bloody footprints just kind of end, and we don't see where else they go. I guess. Unless anyone else can think of anything else, it's time to go meet Thud. Um, yeah. Okay, so you guys leave the building, start walking a little bit south. Uh, you guys are about halfway to the inn where, where you know Thud went. When you see this this ogre kind of looking around the different shops, and it's, it's Thud. Um, so you guys managed to meet about halfway. So Thud will know that there was a person that was kind of moving in a hurry. Can Thud make a vigilant test? Okay. I rolled a seven. A seven? What's your vigilant score? Ten. Ten? Okay. Yeah, so you saw somebody kind of running off in a hurry, going still southwards, uh, more in, you'd say, like a southwest direction. He didn't seem like he was being, like, followed by anybody so it didn't seem like oh this is somebody that's like stealing something or anything like that but he did seem a little panicked really pay too much mind to it just because this is a new town for you or city for you everything's kind of real lively 
Um, but you did catch that, yeah, they, were, they appeared to be going in more of a southwest um, direction. Um, when you were by the Antique Plaza, which is basically in the center of the, the city. Hi guys, no long, no long time see. Long time see. <laughs> did you find uh, the uh, chicken you were looking for? I did. They had a very good flavor. There was one that had this thing they call it's rose rose chicken, rosemary rosemary chicken. It was very good. Uh, it sounds quite, quite tasty. They threw it in an oven and then it came out all nice and juicy. I, I would highly recommend you guys try some. Wait, wait for, for clarification's sake, do you sometimes eat the chicken without it going through an oven? I'll you guys don't? It for you. You guys don't? You uh, just... No, I, I mean, I, I could, but then I might get like E. coli or salmonella or something. <laughs> so, you know, I always cook the chicken thoroughly. I could get COVID. What is coli? It's okay, I am vaccinated though, so I think E. coli probably isn't a problem anymore. Oh. Well, would you like some of this chicken? I offer the rosemary chicken. Sure, I guess I'll have some rosemary chicken. <laughs> oh, yes, mm. it, the outside is, is very crispy, that is, is nice flavor. How was your guys' adventure? I feel much better after, you know, my death experience. <laughs> Your scars are looking pretty good from that fight. Thanks. They're to scare off any any suspicious folk. We added someone new to the family, and I point that tenant. Tenant. Yeah. Small thing. Oh, hello. She says, um. Yeah, seeing her for the first time. She is a little girl, probably less than 10 years old. Doesn't look like she comes from nobility by any sense of the word. Pretty timid. Bartolom, I didn't know you had a child. And uh, no, he's not my like my child. Um, he's just like a child that, that we found and helped rescue. Wait, Thud wasn't there for all that. No. No. For some reason, I totally forgot Thud wasn't there for that. So yes, um, the, she was being chased for the black from the black cloaks. And that is always in your mind. Thud is always there in in, uh, in, my, <laughs> in my mind. Um, and Thanks, uh, guys. She was being accused for a murder that um, she did not commit. Um, also, we found a dead body without any skin. That was pretty upsetting. Yeah, that's her power. She knows how to flay people. Isn't that cool? And you're a killer? Wow, welcome to the team. I go up to her and I shake her hand. I, like, grab her <laughs> tiny fist. And I, like, try and shake it vigorously. Welcome to the team. Uh, I'm, I'm not the flayer, she says. Do you guys chance know how to skin chickens? <laughs> I I don't really skin anything. What? I pat I pat her on the back. Eh, it's okay. Yeah, no, I said she didn't. She like did not kill things. Oh, you're not a killer. Why are we bringing her? Can she feel things? <laughs> I like turn to them quietly, like. She, she are we helping in, her? She, she was in danger, and so we are we are helping her, and like you know, because the police thought she was a killer, but she's not a killer. So we we are like helping her. Oh, <gasps> you're a criminal! You brought a criminal! 
Uh, I'm no criminal. I've done nothing. Well, no, not not criminal. Might want to lower your voice. We're still being chased. <laughs> Yells super loud. You're yeah, a criminal. Yeah, you guys are still in like the streets right now. People can probably hear. Oh, um, so weird. Oh, maybe. Huh. Well, that's odd. Okay. Oh, oh, it's a secret. You're right. Probably wouldn't want anyone to know. So you're a criminal? That's crazy. What? I'm not a criminal. Do they know what you look like? Do they know what you look like? Should we? I turn to, um, I turn to Drax. Should should we change the way she looks? Well, we can't we can't be hunted. I've been seeing some really sketchy folk around here. I just saw one guy make a straight beeline to who knows where. Um, what what did this person look like? What is a bee? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know, Glenda? I thought you were familiar with the buzzing folk. No, uh... Maybe if we slick her hair back with chicken grease. <gasps> I know just the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I take some mud from my apron and I put it on her hair and it darkens it. There! They won't know who you are. <laughs> How are they gonna know? How? How would they know? Okay. I... You know, this man, he just looked like a regular man. He was just kind of panicked. I think he might have had to go to the bathroom really bad. Probably some, like, bad chicken or something. What, what, is, what does your hero look like, I say to, um, Bartolom? Uh, Master Vernum? Yes. Uh, well, and then I, I guess I describe what he looks like, because I, I don't know what he looks like. Yeah, you guys saw a picture of, or like a painting of him, um, in his office. Um, so you, you describe kind of what you remember about it, and, and that pretty much matches more or less the description of um, this person that 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 saw. Yeah, yeah, that that was the guy, Mr. Vermin. Yeah, him. I think I saw him running. I don't know where he was running to. It looked like he was going southward, southeastward, south northwest, eastward. Very well, accurate. We need we need to find him because it's not actually Master Vernum. Master Vernum is is dead, and and some monster is wearing his skin. Oh, guess we're going southeast. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me show you which way I saw him, and then I take them the route I saw him running. Yeah, so you guys end up going in more of a southwest direction. Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> and as you guys get closer, I was like, I remember south. <laughs> as you get closer, Tenet says, "Oh, the the uh, Ordo Magic chapters is this way. I wonder if that's where he went." Uh, oh, no. oh no, he's going to kill more wizards. Or maybe take their publications. Make sure to flay him when you see him, okay? I believe in you. I believe in you, small criminal. I pat her shoulder. Pet, pet, pet. 
So you guys want to check that out, or you guys want to go maybe somewhere else? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're following Thud slash going yeah. direction. Yeah, so you guys make your way uh, through the, the streets to uh, the entryway to the, the Tower of Ordo Magica. Uh, it's a fairly large building. It's very regal. It's about seven stories high. From what you can tell, it's probably the tallest building in town. And it's more or less neighboring, uh, like the mayor's building slash home. So as you guys walk up to towards the entrance of it, it looks like there's a, a pretty old goblin, likely in his, his late 20s. He's got kind of rudimentary armor on him that looks a little bit oversized standing watch at the door. He looks very serious. Excuse me, um, Mr. Sir, um, we are looking for a Master Vernum. We have very something very, very important to tell him. And who are you? Uh, the goblin asks. Oh, right, sorry. Um, my name is Bartolom. I am a, a novice wizard uh, at this Ordo Magica. Um, and Master Vernum is, a, um, is a, well, a colleague of mine, and he is in grave danger, and we must find him. Uh, my privilege only works on fellow Ambrians. He's a goblin. Oh. And who, who's, who's everyone else? Oh right, um, these are my friends. Um, this is. Or uh, your family. This is my my family. I, yeah, sure, my family. Um, but um, they are they are with me um, to go talk to Master Burnham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the baby's fighting. The ba- the baby's really He's just like, what else in? Quick question, Matt. Do ogres and goblins get along? Yeah. I think they're both pariah. I turn to Bartolom and I go, I got this. Hello, brother. Uh, hello, who are you? My name is Bob. Oh, I'm, I'm Goldog. <sighs> Goldog. Mm, good, strong name. Sounds like you have a strong mother. Anyways, I'm here with my friends because we really need to talk to this Mr. Vermin guy. And we are not sure. We saw him running here. He seemed to be in a bit of a rush. We had a couple questions to ask him. Would you by any chance help us with our journey? Goldag not supposed to let anyone in unless they're Ordo Magica, but... Goldog is hungry. Oh, Mr. (laughs) He looks looking at my chicken. Yeah. I look at my chicken. And I look at the group. And then I look at my chicken. And then I look at the group again. It's for the greater good. I I put my head down. And I say... This is quite good chicken, rosemary chicken, in fact. But because we are in such an important mission, you can have it, sir. And I hand him my chicken. You can kind of see like his mouth salivating a little bit. I uh, think, thank you, friend. He he says as he kind of meekly grabs it. Um, he says, uh, "Just just don't break anything." And then he kind of like shifts to the side so that you guys can enter. Give everyone the thumbs up. I say, let's go. Grumbling. 
<laughs> As I pass the goblin, I whisper that he should wait 30 minutes before swimming or else the water monsters will come get him. Why? I'm using my lore master ability. <laughs> oh, are you? Okay. He kind of looks at you, he looks around almost searching for water, and then like kind of like slowly nods his head. <laughs> <laughs> I turn the bar column when we get in the building. You owe me five roast chicken. I I will uh, yes for the greater good. I will get you more um, of this rosemary chicken. I nod my head and I continue. So you guys manage to get inside. And the door closes behind you. The building kind of opens up. It seems there's sort of like a, a receptionist desk in front of you, and then behind you are, are like rows of different rooms either you'd imagine to be like libraries or just offices or, or classrooms or um, that sort of thing. Um, but beyond the receptionist, there's um, where the tower would be, and you can kind of see uh, the beginnings of a staircase that they go up. It looks like she's uh, writing something, looks up. Oh, can I help you all? Excuse me, you haven't seen, happened to see um, a Master Vernum run through here? Mr. Vernon, I remember seeing him not too long ago. Uh, uh, what do you need him for? Um, we have some very important news for him. Uh, can, can you tell me where he went? Oh, he just went into uh, this room off to the side. She kind of points to a room that's slightly behind her. Uh, says it's, it's the library. Uh, but it's, it, it's it's off limits for most people. It's got uh, important books in there. Oh, well, um, I, I am a member of, of the Order Magica. I, I, I have been for some time as a novice wizard, and, and these, my friends here, are um, also wizards, and, um, and, <laughs> and um, we will be in and out very quickly. Uh, we just we just need to see Master Vernum um, and and let him know something, some very very important news. The current master, um, Euphrida, is is currently in a meeting, but uh, he can probably answer all of your questions in, in just a, a couple of minutes. He should be getting out shortly. If that if you don't mind waiting. Yeah, like I feel like we can't wait. I feel like something terrible is gonna happen if we wait. Um, okay. Okay, I would like to to avoid a problem here. I am going to use this new spell that spell that I have called Bend Will. Um, <laughs> yup, I know. Um, I guess I make a resolution. I gotta beat a fifteen. Ah, I rolled a ten. Okay, um, this allows me to bend the receptionist's will um, and make her do an action uh, for a turn. I guess that's during combat. But the basic thing I'm going to tell her to let us do is, like, I, it requires a silver ring, so I kind of lift my hand with a silver ring on it, and I just say to her, let us through to the library. Okay. She, she kind of, like, nods almost in a trance, walks over to the library pulls out one of the keys and manages to, to put it inside the locket and then opens it up. Inside the library there's rows after rows of books. And then there's a small desk next to the door that has what appears to be a ledger in it. 
the, the ledger is still open, and it looks like Master Vernum's name is written on it, next to the title of a book that's written that says, Rituals and You. Like Rituals Rituals 101. Oh, just for the record, really quick, I went ahead and rolled, I took one corruption from doing the, um, the bend wheel. I forgot corruption was a thing, but yeah, I took one corruption. Okay. Sounds good. I have a question. Is the handwriting and the ledger different from the handwriting and the letter? Ooh. Yeah. It is. Okay. Um, would we know where this book is? You don't know where this book is. Um, Who would know where the book is? Would, oh, a, oh. would a lower master know where the book is? Just a question, you know. We'll say that you can probably figure it out. Um, the library is kind of a different. Uh, it's grouped in like genres and stuff, so you can kind of. It'll take probably a couple minutes to, to figure out the what section the book's in, and maybe a couple more minutes to figure out like where the book should be in, in that section. But you could probably do it. Can Thud read? He can read, right? I don't know. No. It's kind of up to you. Can Glenda read? You know, for the sake of being a lore master, I'm going to say no. I'm a, um, you know, it's all passed down through oral tradition. Through oral tradition. Stories. Okay, so we got to this point by like someone reading aloud, like, oh, this is Master Vernum, and he checked out so-and-so book, and you're like, I've heard of so-and-so book. <laughs> well, what sections <laughs> of the library are there? And I'm like, reading the sections of the library. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, just for clarification. I look around the library. What is Skyling B? Oh my god, our, our, our party's literacy rate is 50%. Get back. Can Drax read? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so it's like your current party is probably like 55%. Because one Tenet can kind of read. Oh, right. A little bit, oh, little bit. not well. He would prefer to burn the pages than read. That's a great Bradbury up in here. Yeah, so it takes you guys a few minutes. You guys manage to get to, to the right section. Um, you look around, and you see the book that, that Master Vernum uh, took, or opened up at least. You guys kind of rifle through the pages, but you notice that one page has been ripped out of it. Oh man, damaging library property. That secretary is going to be really upset. Yeah. Um, can, can you look at the index? Boy, I wouldn't know that. Never mind. <laughs> um, can we look in the index to see what that page might have been? You sure can. So it looks like what, what should be there, the, the page that's missing, is for the ritual break link. Um, as a wizard, I would know that, right? Isn't break link to remove magical force upon something? It's like breaking, um... Oh, I just remembered the thing we learned about the, um, the flare. It had to do with, like, a skull or some magical artifact that someone took. Was it a crown? Oh, of the old elven king Yeah, something like that. And how after that the serial goes back. Do you think that the flaying creature that is flaying people is trying to break himself away from the link he has with the crown, maybe? I say as Bartolo. <laughs> <laughs> 
I look at you guys, and I'm like, Right, long story. Anyways, we should see if this <laughs> Master Vernum person is still in the library, because, like, we cannot let him leave without, you know, like, killing him. And then I look at him, and I say, no worries. <gasps> Master Vernum! Oh, no. The receptionist kind of, like, glares at that, like, kind of purses her lips, and... <laughs> Um, are there other people in this library? Not currently, no. It's empty. Oh, so not even when we, when Pud yelled Master Burnham, like, no one, like, popped a head around a corner or anything? No, I'll say that it took you guys kind of a while to, um, to search for the section, and it spanned most of the library. So you guys can kind of look at the rest of it real quickly, yeah. It seems empty. Are there any other exits to the library? Yeah, we'll say that there's, there's two doors. They're both kind of in the same hallway, though. Crap. Um, I guess to eliminate the third But you didn't hear, like, a door closing when, when that yelled it or anything like that. Okay. Um, I guess just to eliminate this possibility, um, I would like to ask the receptionist uh, person um, if Master Vernum left the library. She says she's not sure. He showed up maybe, like, ten minutes ago. Um, she had other work to do. Um, usually people stay in the library for a long time. So she would be a little bit surprised, but... I suppose if somebody was looking for something specifically, then maybe they just kind of go in and out. Okay, um, as long as they still have Ben Will on her, I will say, um, hey, this book was damaged, and also, forget we were ever here. Um, and then I say we all leave via the other exit, two exits that are in the same hallway and see what's there. She kind of nods and, like, I don't know, either you guys or she puts the book back. You guys didn't write your name on the ledger as, as far as checking it out, so... Unless somebody else is really paying attention, you guys probably won't have caused too much of a ruckus, or, or they won't say, like, oh, it was you guys that pulled the page out, or whatever. I turn, now that we've left, I turn to Bartholomew. Are we done? Is it chicken time? No, we, we still need to look for Master Burnham, because um, it's he, it's a monster loose in this building, and it could kill anyone at any time, so we, we really should stop that first, and then chicken time is like a party afterwards. Uh, okay. Also, for clarification purposes, do you want like five whole chickens or like five drumsticks? Or like, how's this How's this working out? I look to him with the most serious face you guys have ever seen on me. Five whole chickens. The fattest chickens you can find. That is a really steep price, but I guess it is worth the for good. Anyways, what do we see in this hallway? Yeah, so the hallway leads to other rooms. There's like a couple of like busts that, that line um, the walls periodically and then just sort of paintings of mostly of people you would assume were or Big Shot Ordo Magica people. Occasionally you'll see like a landscape painting of like the plains with trees and rolling hills and, and that kind of stuff. But, but yeah, for the most part it's uh, you'd imagine people of importance either in like a bust statue or in a painting. Um, anyone that uh, Bartolom would totally fanboy over? Yeah, I guess Vernum would be up there because he's a master and he he graduated from, from Thistlehold. Some of your, your teachers from from when you were growing up first learning magic. A couple of them were, were high-ranking 
um, CC them as well. I'm just narrating who they are as we go past them. Like in this one, this one's name is um, uh, Fredlock, and he was fantastic uh, at divination. And this one, this one here is um, uh, Lisa Doria, and she was great as well. Uh, she taught me my first cantrips. I, those probably don't exist in this universe. But anyways, I'm just kind of rattling that off as we go. We are just nodding, like we understand what he's saying. Glenda is starry eyed, like I, she wants to be a wizard too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you guys kind of walk around. If there's like open doors, you guys kind of like peer in, like what's going on in there, and then it's generally like people that are either indulging in, in reading books or something of that sort, looking at like different artifacts, trying to handle them with care to both preserve them as well as in case there's any kind of corruption to them they don't want it to, to seep onto them for the most part it's a quiet building you can kind of hear your footsteps on the the stone uh, floor as you walk along we don't see any footprints you said right yeah did you guys just want to like kind of check out the place or like go anywhere specific in it or I don't have any ideas other than just looking through everywhere. We're trying to look for her. Maybe if I peek in and find someone reading, I'll be like, um, Hey, you haven't happened to see a Master Vernum around here, have you? I, I have a question. What about where, where would the, where would someone with access to each of the old, cursed elf crowns be? <laughs> <laughs> Are you asking the, the same person? <laughs> Uh, I guess Bartolom. Uh, I don't know if Bartolom would know because he's never been here before either. But but yeah, so the person that you um, that you asked if they saw Master Vernon, they kind of look up and shake their head and then go back into to reading. Also, another question for you, a uh, person I just saw in this room. Um, sorry to disturb <laughs> your reading. I'm sure it's very important, but like, not that I wouldn't know because I haven't been here before. But like, um, is there like a um, repository of dangerous artifacts somewhere, like in this building? You know, you know, just like a like a small collection of dangerous, deadly that, things. That we should avoid. That we should, yes, exactly. My friend Glenda here makes an excellent family. point. My family, Glenda, yeah. That's, We'll work on that title later. Um, is somewhere that we should avoid that has very, very, very powerful artifacts? They kind of look up and think for a second, and then they give a small point in a direction that that seems kind of like the front of the um, kind of the entryway area to the actual building. But that's kind of all they do. They don't they don't actually speak any words to you. Wait, he pointed towards the entryway. Is he like, get out of here? It's kind of hard to tell. You, either he doesn't want to deal with you guys and just kind of point in that direction, otherwise maybe there's like a room or something in front. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I guess we keep looking for Master Vernon. Oh, this is going to take a lot of time if we, don't, if we don't see any clues. Are we going to the room, then? The question, the possible rooms that he pointed out. Yeah. Possible yeah. room slash room closet. Let's go check it out. Broom. All right, magical broom closet. Here we come. <laughs> Teleport us to him. <laughs> you. So say that you guys um, go back to the receptionist, ask where it is, just because it was kind of a vague response that I think I gave. Do that. All of the 
important artifacts are with Master Yifrinda up at the top of the tower, just for safekeepings. Um, okay, so yeah, she informs you that he's, his meeting is has should be concluded by now, and so she walks up the stairs with you all, knocks on the door. Uh, Master Yifrinda, you, you have some guests, um, and kind of opens, opens it up for you and, and, and leaves. Sitting there is a, a rather large large man. It looks like he could be in his 50s or, or 60s. Mostly blonde hair, but quite a few as well. Um, and a, a large beard. You kind of see him uh, smoking his pipe. Oh, what can I do for you all? Gandalf. Um, I kind of give the whole party a look um, that is best I can do in one look. I'm just kind of like, should we level with this guy? Should we just kind of tell him everything that there's like a, a skin-wearing monster that killed Master Vernon. You can ask him about... Can you ask him if he knows Mr. Vernon? Um, would you happen to be a friends with um, Master Vernon by any chance? He kind of has a, a small belly laugh. and says, oh, yeah, yes, we've been, we've been friends for years. My condolences, then. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, excuse me? Um, right, um... So, we have uh, some bad news. Um, Master Vernon is, um, is dead. Oh, that's... That's quite alarming. Do you, do you know when, the, when this happened? Because I, I saw him yesterday, I, sw- I could have sworn. Yeah, so like really recently, like we kind of just discovered his body. Was it um, 45 minutes ago? Something like that, yeah. Um, here, and we have the letters from Master Vernon, don't we? You should have them, yes. Yeah, you kept them because the autograph. Yeah, I kept them because the autograph. And I'm reluctant to give them up because that autograph is really cool. Um, but I'm going to... You're letting him see it. Yeah, I'm letting you friend, uh, Master Euphrenda, see them and be like, we found these letters next to his body and um, it's pretty disturbing, but his body didn't have any skin. Something, I think, took his skin and is inside the building right now pretending to be Master Vernum and it might kill someone else like very soon. Also, there's a book in the library called um, um, Rituals in You uh, that is missing a page um, on the um, Breaking the Link um, spell. So um, is I, I think something um, very bad is happening in the building like right now. He takes the two letters that, that you show him and quickly scans them over. Very seriously looking, he kind of like nods as he reads it. This is, this is terrible news. Um, but but it seems like he trusts you all. Whoa, we'll, we'll do a full. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, we'll we'll do a full uh, scan of the of the building to to make sure that whoever this imposter is doesn't escape. Um, as far as as far as the book will. Is there a way in Simbarum for me to give this guy kind of an up-down? Because, uh, you know, since there's something that can change skins in the building, like, for all we know, it could have also killed this guy and taken his skin. So, is there a way I can look at him and see, like, does he have blood on his shoes? You decide to do this after giving him all the information? No! I, yeah, it just occurred to me at this moment. <laughs> is you there know, a detect evil kind of thing? Po- yeah, his clothes are ruffled. You have the shadow thing, if you It'd want to get a shadow. It'd probably be vigilant. I guess so. Um, 
Do you tell me to, to like, do you give me a look to, like, look him over? Glenda's normally trusting a wizard, so, you know. Yeah, I guess I give you a look or kind of nudge you or to be like, hey, um, you should do that shadow thing. And just kind of like a wink and a head nod. Okay, 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 I see what you mean. And so I, I, I look at him really closely. I'm squinting my eyes and then I do the uh, look at shadows. The witch site? Witch site. Yeah. Okay. So you need to do, do you need to do a vigilant test as well? And then yeah, if Bartolom wants to kind of do the once over on him, vigilant as well. Okay, I'll do a vigilant. It's seven, so not, not the best. I rolled a 13, so my vigilant test is unsuccessful. Oh, I was almost disappointed. I was like, it's a natural one. It's a thing. That's a good thing. Yeah. So you see that this person, Shadow, is, um, we'll say he's like a golden, a golden shadow. There's like small flecks of like rust growing on it. So you'd imagine that it's, it's not, he's not too corrupted, but there is a little bit of corruption, likely just because of his, his history with wizardry and using magic. It's given him some, some corruption over time, but it doesn't, you don't assume that it'd be enough that like somebody who's in possession of a corrupted artifact would have. Okay, I, um, I, I, I whisper that to Bartolom. Cool. He says that we'll search high and low to make sure that this, this imposter's not in our building. Thank you, thank you for informing us. Uh, have you talked to the, the local guard about anything of this happening? Well, uh, no, we kind of had a, a run. It w- the Black Cloaks are the local guards, sorry, clarification. Uh, no, they're not. You guys would know that the Black Cloaks kind of have their own sort of jurisdiction. Um, they can kind of go from like town to town or city to city. Whereas like, yeah, the local guard is pretty much just in charge of um, making sure that there's order in, in their actual city. So they're probably not Black Cloaks. Okay, uh, so no, no, we, we have not talked to the, the guard, so they don't know yet. No one is wanted in this family. That's an odd thing to say, but okay, thanks for the clarification. <laughs> well, you, you can either tell the, the guard what you found, and maybe they can, they can help you out. I know that they've been working on some of these murder cases. Otherwise, I suppose you can talk to, try to get an audience with the mayor, but, but he can be a little bit difficult to, to reach sometimes. I don't know. It's yeah. I guess we can do those things after. Sorry, I'm processing as Eli. Um, okay. Yeah. I I suppose we could do those things like in a second. But like, what if Master Vernum is still in the building? Because I feel like he was just here like minutes ago in the library. Like, and chances are he's probably still in the building. So like, I I feel like priority is like lockdown building. You know what I mean? Since it's he's like an abomination who steals people's skins. That's I don't know. Like. I'm from I'm new from this like this part of the world. They just crossed the Titans like yesterday or whatever. But that seems pretty weird. Mm, yes, for sure. We'll we'll close it down. Uh, we just wanted to give you the opportunity if you guys wanted to leave, um, you could. Otherwise, we'll uh, we'll we'll close up and and make sure that nobody else can can leave before we finish our search. Cool. What do you guys want to do? You guys want to stick around in the building? If they're locking it down, Jamaica. Wait, is this small child still with us? Yeah. 
She's still tagging along. I guess it is a good point that if the building is locked down and someone who can seamlessly disguise other people by taking their skin is on the inside of the building, we wouldn't be able to get outside of the building either, would we? Because theoretically we could be the thing. Okay, I guess, I mean, my vote is that we stay in the building. Also, it seems weird this guy would let us just leave after being informed about a person being in the other people's skins, but whatever. Yeah, he trusts you guys. What do you guys want to do? Do you want to stay in the building or go? No, maybe he used which side too. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, maybe he, yeah, maybe he didn't think this through. I mean, you decided to check up on him after you exposed our deepest, darkest secrets. So, you know, maybe he's doing the same thing. Fair, fair. <laughs> but I think, I'm guessing we should still stay in the building. Because uh, what are we going to do if we don't stay in the building? True. Okay, I'm down. Let's Let's all stay. Yep. Okay, you guys gonna participate in, I guess, what are you guys gonna do when you stay inside the building and they're searching? Do you have a kitchen? Uh, yes. Hmm, I shall check the kitchen first, and then I walk. Oh wait, I turn to the group, and I'm like, who's watching child? Is there a dungeon in this building? Uh, no dungeon. Why? That's where I would go if I took people's skin. I see. Uh, no, we don't have a dungeon here. Um, I took people's skin. I think I'd stay in the bathroom. I, I think we should all stick together because, like, as long as I continue seeing you all, I know that you haven't been taken by a monster that could take your skin. I'd prefer to, like, stay with everyone we together. Should, we should have a code word that only we know. Oh, yeah, quick, quick. Everybody, we need a code word so we know. Tabitha. Tabitha? Yeah. That's a code yeah. name, silly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Tabby cat. So cats and kittens. <laughs> cool cats and kittens. When, when oh. we greet, when we see each other, we'll say, "Hey, all you cool cats and kittens." <laughs> how, how about how about this? It's like a two-parter, right? Like the first person says, "Hey, you cool," and the other one says, "Cats and kittens," right? Like it's the oh, one two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we are we naming our group right now or? <laughs> so are we the cool cats and kittens or something? <laughs> um, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know. That happened. I guess. <laughs> I see nothing wrong here. Carol, that's if anything, I see everything right. I like it, your friend does says. Alright, anyway, so are we splitting the party or are we going to all stick together and go to the kitchens, I guess? <laughs> I mean, I wanted to help look around. Okay, I mean, we can start walking, we can all start walking together, and then after, you know, like, if we decide to split up, then it's, you know, all G to split up, because now we have a code word. Alright, this sounds good. Let's stick together for now, like, towards how about, walking. How about, a code, how about a code phrase? The cats and kittens unite. And then we put our hands in, and then we do what goes, like, up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> and family is forever. <laughs> I'm perfect, perfect. All right, cats and kids and you unite, and then as our hands go up, family forever. <laughs> Glenda's tearing up, like Ashen Furious. <laughs> family. <laughs> Man, we got too we get too many slogans, but I love all of them. Like, we have to have all of them. <laughs> You guys are gonna have to use all of them now at just different points in the uh the campaign. So, oh no! Yeah. <laughs> like, what's your guys' group name? Oh, 
That's a long story and an even longer name. We're the cool cats and kittens. Cats and kittens united. Family forever, the fast and furious. Wow, that's a long group name. I approve. Can we, can we shorten that down to anything? No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> what the games are we leave? <laughs> okay, so you, we have a, we're gonna have like a little montage of uh, kind of Scooby Doo esque, where like we see you at like a hallway of like different doors, and like you guys are running in and out of each one. And after maybe an hour and a half, two hours. You, you get the all clear. It doesn't seem that Master Vernum's inside the building. At some point, he he must have dipped out before before they they closed everything up. Wow. Ah, dang. Um. Oh, one question for the headmaster. Um, is there? Because I'm a wizard, and I know these things exist in this world. Are there like teleportation circles in this building? Uh, in this building. There'd probably be some, but they'd be guarded. Yeah, that would make sense. Just so that, yeah, people aren't either coming in or leaving without um, without it being allowed. Okay, well, if the building's clear, I guess if everyone else is down, we should probably either go to, what do you say, the mayor or the town guard? Yeah. Cool, where do you guys want to go? Uh, which building's closest, mayor or town guard? They're both pretty close. The mayor's a little bit closer, um, but you know that that's probably a little bit more difficult to get into, just because he's probably a little bit busier. Um, but it's definitely somewhere that you could, um, if you guys had time, you guys could go there. Maybe the town guard first, uh, just because I feel like, I don't know, maybe you guys disagree, but I feel like they're gonna be out and about and more likely to find them and then the mayor might have some extra resources but if we go to the mayor first it like takes forever like the town guard could have stopped him you know sooner than this or whatever yeah like what is one mayor going to do yeah we also might get blocked if we try to go to the mayor first we'll probably run into the town guard before we run (laughs) before we can get into the mayor's house for sure okay let's go to town watch and we'll meet up with the town guard in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Simbarum, presented by the Bucket Armory. Music from this episode was by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons via Attribution. We hope that you have a great week, and we'll see you next time.